Welcome to Real Everyday People, an Eladio Nino podcast. You either die the hero or see yourself become the villain. See too many dark nights and light the way you're living. They got me living. The plot is vivid in the plot. This is El Nino podcast. I'm Eladio Nino and this is Real Everyday People. As always, I start all my shows off with gratitude. As I start my days off with gratitude, thank God every day that I got another opportunity to do something good, you know, something positive and uh, push through the day. Um, but always, man, I'm grateful for everybody who shows love, who shows support, who shares, who subscribes, like, you know, people who buy my merch, like people who, you know, spread the word and all that good stuff, man. Much love to y'all. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Um uh been you know life life lately has been hectic you know life life is expensive i ain't gonna lie and uh you know i thought it was just me and then you start hearing everybody's stories and it's like okay you don't feel so bad but it's like you know everybody going through it man everybody talking about man i just went and spent a hundred dollars at the grocery store and i only had 10 items in a mm. basket mm. i said man that is terrible man you know they fucking over us right now but you know what we got to keep on pushing you know only the strong survive right. so if you get a job get another one get a side mm. hustle start your own business mm-hmm. have a yard sales lemonade stand mm-hmm. whatever you got to do uh get to it because i'll tell you what life is not cheap life is expensive for sure but um man today we got a guest man i uh you know honored honored to have here um i seen this brother perform you know what i'm saying he's out cold does good work a lot of energy happy to have him here happy to have him share his story with everybody it's my man flaco suave what's up what's with going you on, broski my man my man welcome to the el nino podcast bro yeah thank you for having me for real man um Seen plenty of these episodes, so I'm, I'm finally up here, so it feels feels good. It feels good. <laughs> I made it. I made it. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it, man, for sure, bro. I'm glad we was able to tap in with each other, bro, yeah. build that bridge and make it happen, man. For real, for real. Yeah. So tell the people a little bit about yourself, man, where you from, uh, where you What's going on, up? y'all? Uh, my name what, is, it, what it is and what it ain't. You know what I'm saying? Know? Straight up, yeah. Uh, my name is Flaco Suave or Suave. Um, I'm from Southwest Detroit. I'm 24 years old. Uh, I've been making music since like uh, 2016, but I didn't start dropping until about 2020. So I didn't put my hours in, put my time in. Um, and yeah, I'm pretty much uh, putting on for Southwest and showing that um, there's a lot more than just the music, you know. My man, what part of the neighborhood did you grow up in? Or uh, was you like other people where, like me, I bounced around Yeah, I all bounced around a lot. I would say yeah. uh, my main youth years were like um, in Del Rey before, like, you know, all okay. got bought up and all that. Um, yeah, I would say Delray, uh, Michigan Ave, um, McGraw area. Okay. Yeah, just all around, for real, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it, man. Yeah. It's just how it is sometimes, you mm-hmm. know? Hey, for real, for But real, it's but good, though, yeah, because you, get to, you get to meet everybody mm-hmm. everywhere, you man, know? Man, what? I like it because you can network better like that. Really, yeah. And you can go to any part of the neighborhood mm-hmm. and be straight, you know Still what I'm saying? Day, yeah. Because you're familiar. For real, you know <laughs> for real, though. Yeah. But for those who haven't moved around and been stationary for so yeah. long, which is not bad, but I'm just saying a lot of them have lack of resources, lack of networking, because, you know, these guys are over there, they're over here, but, you know, yeah. I had a other. I had a conversation with my friend today about um yeah as long as I've been here in Southwest um I still don't know like every little nook and cranny you know what I'm saying so that's the crazy part is um I can confidently say I know about sixty percent of Southwest you know but I ain't ran through every alley you know I ain't sometimes I'll be driving around the neighborhood and be like damn that's a nice ass crib I ain't never seen that you know so no man um 
you know, it's it's beautiful to see uh, going through the neighborhood, and you've got like many mansions, like, Yo, like just real. hand built, right Straight then and there for yeah. the people by the real. people. Man, they bought the two lots next to them, yeah. gated it in. Man. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> damn, bro, like crazy, you crazy. Know, they done turned trash into treasure. That's bro, the goal, man. Real. That's the goal. And bro. I love to see it. All them yeah. iron gates, and yeah, you for know, real. I'm like, man, real. that's dope, bro. That's that's uh, you know, making mm-hmm. dreams come true man, for real, bro. And that's why it's really important to learn the craft of of roofing and mm. concrete and carpentry yeah, and I plumbing and electricity. Sure. Like you know, yeah. those are lifelong skills mm. that that I mean, you can literally build your own house. I wish that I'm was saying? um more pushed on me throughout high school instead of um college. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, because um don't get me wrong, college is great, you know, but having that like if you, uh, a great plan B. It's just to have a, a skill in a trade in general under your belt. You know what I'm saying? So for anybody <clears> listening, you know, male or female, you know, um, I would say, yeah, if you have the opportunity to get a real craft or a trade under your belt, do that. And then go follow your dreams, you know. But you can always fall back on that because that's, that's something I wish I did. And there's still time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, I took wood shopping in high school but man i heard me see look see y'all <coughs> had like lit stuff back then though we ain't had wood shop like i ain't heard any of my friends ever have mm-hmm. wood shop like that's crazy i don't know bro i i grew up you know what were y'all building like birdhouses and shit <laughs> yeah little shit like that yeah. mickey mouse shit them little wooden cars okay. with wheels like you know they yeah. was just trying to teach us to craft and how to use saws and stuff and i mean it was cool for an hour you know yeah, what I'm that's saying? real though that's cool but as you know I, I was raised to sell drugs and shit Facts. gang banging and shit yeah. i dropped out of school in ninth grade <laughs> i just ain't have time for that shit no more you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. i'm like i gotta hold down the block Facts. go sell some Facts. fucking weed you I'm know busy. what i'm saying yeah, for real. you know i gotta help mom pay these bills exactly so, yeah dealing with real life yeah yeah no doubt man but um i love to see um you know today how schools provide so many different skill trades and Mm -hmm. you know how you know there's so many resources now for it yeah yeah that for sure yeah i would say um the amount of resources now is crazy you know like the curricular is pretty regular it's pretty um you know it's compulsory education and all that but i would say for the most part yeah resource wise it's it's really amazing but it's like, like they say man you can lead a horse to the water but you can't make, make him drink, drink it. man and That's it's like it. so one That's of the things it. that i realized when i got out of prison and i came home is that people lacked information you know what i'm saying like it's a lot of people i know they oh we got these programs we got mm-hmm. this we got these services available mm-hmm. this this that and the other but i'm like man why does the community not know about this? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's like, yeah. you know, when I came in, bro, I mean, and I still rock like that, but yeah. I came out and I just was like, man, I had so much energy and I had just this, this, uh, you know, so this much hunger. purpose. Yeah. And I was yeah. just hungry to yeah. get back. I was hungry to do good. And man, I went out there and uh, and, and I promoted, bro. I promoted Facts. myself. Facts. I promoted my job. I promote, yeah. you know, I promote, uh, you know, a higher standard of, of, yeah. of living. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's what's up, man. Yeah. That's good. That's and, good. And once you get the information to the people, man, you know what I'm saying? Man. They, they, they come through, man. But you got to have the information but you know it's just unfortunate because it's a lot of people who still have that impoverished mind state oh yeah and and they don't really have the skills or mm-hmm. the, the mindset to mm-hmm. even want to learn the yep. skills you yeah know? For a sure. lot of people feel like it's too late for them yeah. you know what i'm saying but yeah. every day that goes by is a day wasted that That's you it. ain't got up off Man. your ass and tried to do something different tomorrow never comes it never comes yeah <laughs> and, and like we was talking earlier bro like you don't know what you got until you ain't got it no man 100 percent for real 
And uh, shit, that's why every day, man, I'm grateful. I always try to learn yeah. something. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you this. Do you feel like, or not do you feel like, what um, what really like got your head on straight? Would you say, was it the duration of doing your time? Or was it an encounter with someone that really just put this new wisdom on you? Or, like, or really just, like, what, what really opened your mind? You know, I... I, I I never, I've never really can say that I've like a been a bad person. Yeah, I just did a lot of bad things because mm-hmm. I grew up in the streets. Facts. I was a, being in a gang. Yeah. You got to do shit. You Facts. know what I'm saying? And um, you know, when I went to prison, uh, I realized that I was going from a residential jungle to a concrete jungle. Correct. And the rules are still the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, prison is a world of its own. So I would say probably for the first twelve years of my seventeen year bid. I went in there and, um, you know, it's a, we live in a bloodthirsty society, of course, bro. Yeah. And in prison, respect is everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when there's not respect, then there has to be bloodshed. Yeah. So I went in there with a savage mentality, Damn. you know, because I'm like, shit, this is going to be my Facts. home. Facts. And, and if you show weakness, they prey on that. Yeah, of you course. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. for me, I had that win, lose, or draw mindset. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I went in there. Facts. Year one, I was getting, <laughs> yeah. we was drawing blood. Yeah. My blood, your blood, whatever, dog. Facts. Be blood facts, in this bitch, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, facts. But um, that's what establishes your your yeah. respect, you mm-hmm. know, and your credibility in mm-hmm. there, you know. And um, I would say after about twelve years, bro, it just that lifestyle, bro. I've been living that lifestyle just my whole my since youth, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Facts. And I just was starting to grow into myself as I started to educate myself and yeah. I started reading books and, you know, really studying, doing a lot of praying, building yeah. a relationship damn, with that's God. What's up, you know what I'm saying? Did you were you self aware at that point? Were you like, damn, I'm really on some shit right now? I was I'm becoming. Really I was becoming because you know, ever since, even in the streets, I always was in a leadership position. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was always responsible for other people. I was always responsible for making decisions. Facts. Even being the firstborn son, you exactly. know what I'm saying? Raising being two a, younger being male, brothers. Yeah, for know, sure. I, that I, plays I didn't a role. get the average childhood like everybody Correct. else. I had to grow up faster. Mm-hmm. I had to be mature. I had to think mm-hmm. like a man, even when and I yeah, was a boy. Facts. That's one thing I would say, too. Even me being 24, um learning that you have to make um, decisions even if it doesn't favor others, you know. But you know it's for the best type shit. Like, yeah, that's um, that's key. So I I, uh, I recently just had a healing circle with the youth. Nice. Today was their last day. Mm. And um, and I shared a story with them about um, one time I was in prison. While I was in prison, um, the Bloods, the Bloods, they blew up in a prison system out of nowhere, bro. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it was like overnight. They were yeah. like 50 on every and yard. You know what's crazy? Every- it's crazy. You saying that because you were like in the system. I would say even from the outside, it was the same way. Like, whether it's like with celebrity rappers and shit like that, like, Bloods was coming in heavy. Like, it was everywhere. Even even now, there's still a little bit of remnants of it being a popular um, click to join over the majority. So that's yeah. And, and, that's and like before it was Bloods, it was Crips. Yeah, facts. Everybody's yeah. Yeah, blue, yeah. everybody was cripping, <laughs> everybody was, you know what I'm saying? Everybody was flying big seas. Damn, that's true. And then they're just like out of nowhere, the bloods blew up yeah. in prison, bro. Like every Damn. compound you went to is 50 of them on yeah. the yard. You know what Sheesh. I'm saying? And so, you know, when I went in there, you know, I was built on structure. Even when I was in the gang, there was always structure. You know what I'm saying? We always had accountability. We always Thanks. had leadership. You know, we always had disciplinary actions, all that type of stuff. And, um, you know, so they had stole a TV and a pair of shoes from one of the Mexican brothers. Mm-hmm. He had just rode into this joint. Mm-hmm. 
And I was at the point now where I was practicing more diplomacy than anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, we come from a bloodthirsty society, and the popular vote is let's go to war, let's Facts. share blood. Yeah. I don't care whose blood yeah. it is. Let's it's get always blood. easier to be violent. So the bloods, like I said, they was about fifty deep. Yeah. Uh, the Latino. We was about 50 deep. Facts. And then everybody's allies, you know, because yep. everybody has allies. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, So you probably got about 500 on this side yep. of the yard, 500 Facts. on this side Facts. of the yard. Yeah. And, you know, and it's just one term, one mm -hmm. one bad decision, you know, and, yeah. and everything can erupt, yeah. you know. And the weight of the world is falling on me. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm the one that makes the decision. Now, the people, they they, they strapped up. They Facts. ready to go. They feel yeah. violated, disrespected. You had they, the key. Done, they done stole the brother's TV yeah. shoes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I said, listen, you guys chose me to be, you know, the Correct. leader yeah. for a reason. Correct. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I, I appreciate you guys got my back. You got my support. But let me do this. You know yeah. what I mean? And I had just recently learned about the win-win situation. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? How, how a, you can have a positive outcome Facts. and everybody can walk away from this. Mm -hmm. So so I went to their leadership. Yep. Like I said, we were head to head. We were all on the yard. Yep. And they was like, how you want to handle this? Mm -hmm. I said, I want you to return my brother's TV and his shoes. Mm -hmm. And then you can discipline your brother on that. Mm -hmm. I said, brother, I understand. We got brothers. They're hungry. Yep. You know what I'm Facts. saying? They don't Facts. got no no money coming in no yep. support no yep. family you know what i'm saying it's mm -hmm. rough i understand yeah. it but we can't be in here stealing from Facts. each other bro Facts. because it's not never there's never going to be peace nope. you know what it i'm ain't saying never gonna end. i'll see you tomorrow and they, was, you they, they was like so <laughs> we bring you the, the shoes and the tv we good yeah. you know yeah. what i'm saying i yeah. said bro we good bro good you shit. know what i'm good saying shit. Man, they came, they brought it, shook Facts. hands, gave them hugs. Facts. Everybody walked away in Good peace. Yeah. I had a couple of my people, they were upset about yeah. it. Some of their It's people, part of the game, though. Yeah. You can't please everybody. You know, but I was satisfied because yeah. everybody was able to walk away and go yeah. back to the. And, and then what was crazy is they become one, they became one of our best allies. Mm. You know what I'm See, saying? Yeah. After that, they became allies. You know That's what I'm real. saying? Because That's they real. knew I had the best interests of mm. everybody. Facts. You know, I wasn't thinking yeah. about pride or ego yeah. or what people are going to think or what they're going to say. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I was thinking about what is right, yeah. what is righteous. Facts. You know? No, that's real. I fuck with that. Damn, and everybody real. lived another day. Yep. Nobody went to the hole. Nobody yep. got transferred. Nobody yep. had to miss their visits. Nobody missed I the phone calls. None of that. That's um like one thing too. I've been noticing like just part of being um just a leader in general is like not getting the accolade even when there is that win. It's like being a coach of the team. You know what I'm saying? Although you're not the superstar shooting the shots. You know what I'm saying? And everybody's holding the trophy at the end. Kind of as being like you know being a leader, being like. Like being being a man, you know what I'm saying, within heart, knowing that this was for the greater good. That's that's gotta satisfy you. You know what I'm saying, like. Yeah, for sure. Because you know, I had seen a lot of leadership, um, you know, in prison and even out here in the streets, yeah. and and it's poor leadership. People Correct. are given these titles and these positions Correct. for all the wrong reasons. Correct. Like in prison, sometimes the leader will be the person who got the most years in, mm -hmm. or the leader will be somebody who's who's got the most blood on the yard. I'll say like right you now, know? like um, you're considered a big bro if you have the most money. You know. If and you got the money, if you got the, most if you money, got the bag, correct. or if you're the biggest, yep, and you and you known yep, for kicking yep, ass, facts, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, that's all good, yeah. but that shit only gets It'll, you so far. Facts, the IQ you know is really where you need to once be. Once I started <laughs> yeah. to study diplomacy, correct. 
the muscle man, yeah. I can control you. 100%. I got you, bro, because I know how to talk to you. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Some people only know how to. Correct. You know what I'm Correct. saying? But can't really get it Use together Use words. No, this is true. This is true. Yeah. So, you know, I just, me growing up, I always lived in different communities you know i've lived in east la i've lived in chicago i've lived in lincoln park i lived in river rouge i lived in southwest i've lived everywhere so i learned how to speak everybody's language bro. correct yeah you know you're a I'm chameleon saying? i had a, a diverse yeah communi communication correct. skills Facts. so when, one of my uncles it was crazy because my uncle just got out of prison yeah. as i was going into prison mm -hmm. And my uncle's from Mexico, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So he was always getting into it in there, you know? Yeah. And he was like, he was like, you, he was like, when you get to prison, you're going to do good because you know how to talk to everybody. Mm -hmm. You know how to talk with the blacks, the whites, Correct. the Latinos, yeah. the Puerto Ricans. You know how to talk yeah. to everybody. Yeah. You he said, chameleon. you're going to be good. Yeah. And, and it was just like that, yeah. bro. The only thing, the biggest challenge that I had when I went to prison was my heart, bro. <sighs> My heart, you know what I'm good. saying? It, it's you. It's hard to be a good person oh, in prison, bro. I believe it. Because if I know it's hard to be a good person out here, I can only imagine how it is in there. Yes, you know I mean? so yes, bro. I hear you 100%. People uh, like, make you resent yourself, mm -hmm. resent your own heart yeah. because they are terrible. A lot yeah. of people are ungrateful. Man. You know what I'm saying? No, that's real. 100%. That's real as fuck. And, and, and that's the hardest part, too. But, man, that's... I think, yeah, just even harder than that is staying true to yourself, though, because it's easy to be an asshole. You know what I'm saying? It's easy to get violent. So, like, when you don't let somebody take you out your character, you you the real winner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit. I just had to learn how to manage it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Facts. Because, you know, when you first go to prison, you got all kinds of support. You know, everybody yeah. loves you. Everybody miss you. They're breaking yeah. bread with you. And we go to prison. It's a lot of poverty in there, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. when I got there, I was always breaking bread, trying yeah. to look out for everybody. You Facts. know what I'm saying? Facts. And then, at like, after a while, like, people quit even saying thank you anymore. Mm, that's real. And I said, damn, bro. I like, believe it. Like, my people. And then I got a couple years in, and, you know, my money ain't coming in like it used to. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, if I'm still breaking bread with you, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I expect you to at least be grateful. Be grateful. At least say 100%, thank you. You know 100%. what I'm saying? And I was like, hold on. I can't live like this, and I ain't yeah. going to keep doing this because I ain't sweet. I ain't nobody's yeah. good thing yeah, in this facts, bitch. You know facts. what I'm saying? <laughs> so I had to learn how to manage my own heart, dog. Yeah, no, I believe it. I mean, it's like that now, man. You know, a lot of people feel entitled to opportunity. You know, like, I know people personally, you know, and even, even myself, you know, I can use myself as an example where I felt entitled to opportunity because I was around or helping people with stuff or I feel like they owed me and stuff, you know, but um, if nobody checks you, I think it's super impressive if you're able to check yourself too, you know what I'm saying, and realize like, hold on, I'm on some bullshit. You know, so mm -hmm. that's real, though. I, I fuck with that for sure. And that's where the growth starts, bro. Yeah. The growth starts with accountability, holding 100%. yourself accountable. That's all it takes, yo. Like, you come know? on now. Hold yourself accountable mm -hmm. because, you know, when I first came through the system and came through prison, I mean, I was I was like, man, it was the attorney. Yeah. It was the prosecutor. It was the judge. It was yeah. the system. It was the rat. It was yeah. this guy's fault. It was that. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was everybody's fault. You know what I'm it saying? It was everybody's fault but yours. And yeah. then once I started to learn how to be a man exactly you know and learn exactly. how to learn 100%. how to hold myself yep. accountable yeah i say you know what mm -hmm. this was all my fault you know what i'm saying and this it make it easier because once you do that now you can finally take your next step yeah you know like but that yeah putting things to the side not taking accountability like yeah no even me like i'll be honest shit sometimes i'll be too lazy to wash my damn dishes and i'll be mad i'm like man ain't mm -hmm. no dishes it's my fault though <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's my fault sure. like, yeah yep, for sure so, 
And that's what's crazy about prison. You know, you go there, you know, you go from being a boy to a man. You, yeah. You learn to do your laundry. You learn to yeah. fold your own clothes. Mm-hmm. You learn to cook for yourself. You learn mm-hmm. to wash your bowls. Yeah. You know what I'm Facts. saying? Like Facts. You, you, Facts. you learn how to be disciplined yeah. and how to be self-efficient. 100%. Yeah. And that's that's the main thing right there is being self-efficient, you know, like. And I would say, too, um, I always give credibility to kids that, like, you know, just grow up in the hood and low-income neighborhoods and shit. I would say these kids, man, are extremely self-sufficient. You know, like, sometimes I'll be watching these kids and I'm like, damn, man, like, this little kid in sixth grade walking their siblings to school and then walk himself last, you know, and then get out 10 minutes early to go pick all them up next. Like, mm-hmm. just little shit like that. I'm like, man, people understand they raising warriors. I know it's what you have to do, but you raising you raising somebody that's going to have, like, a heart of gold, you know? Like, yeah. And, you know, I work at the DHDC, so I'm always involved with the youth. 100%. And I see that constantly. Because, yeah. you know, a lot of families got five, six kids, you yeah, know what I'm saying? And usually the oldest kid mm-hmm. gotta, is responsible for all yeah. the youngest kids Correct. you know Correct. and and you know i see myself in so many of them because mm-hmm. you know i mean they they feel that sense of pride because they're like you know i'm helping my family yeah but at the same time people don't realize how much they sacrifice man you know they sacrifice time energy youth yeah you know what i'm saying they don't yeah. even get to enjoy childhood because they're making sure that their siblings yeah. are and i would say know? any parents out there listening if y'all going out a lot Please stop making your oldest sibling watch all the kids every time. <laughs> like I'm like, man, no, it's real though. Like that's one thing I would say. Um, that I didn't realize till I was older. So I was like, man, my friends can never hang out on the weekend, you know. But a lot of them were busy doing their parents' duties, you yeah. know, like and it, being adults. Correct. It's unfortunate, you know, but um, but you live and you learn, you know, and you gotta just you know break that cycle and say that you're gonna do different for sure, for sure. What's your nationality, bro? So my mom, she Mexican and Puerto Rican, and my dad is black. Okay. Yeah. So my grandma on my mom's side, she's from um, Reynosa, Mexico, mm-hmm. and then um, my grandpa is from uh, Carolina, yep, or in Rio Pierda, something like that. Okay. And then uh, my pops, his black side, they all just from uh, Georgia, Alabama. They're from Alabama. Okay. Yeah, so from the south you talking shit. about alabama where they was just cracking heads with yes 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 bro that shit is wild <laughs> that shit was crazy bro. i can't what about like, dog that yo. jumped out the ferry and got the swimming I, hey look man hey, i look. salute him he <laughs> wasn't playing no games he was going to help his comrade bro for real, he wasn't playing no games. He was in that bitch stroking. Lie. I know he was tired than a bitch by the yeah, time he oh, got to come the deck. Come on now, what? Like, Hell no, hey, time well, out. Sometimes I be just like, when I wake up in the morning, I just think about that guy swinging that chair. And I just be like, bro, he was doing way too much. <laughs> Dog was not playing, he bro. Was, look, he was, he hey, was, he was fapping everybody like, with hey. that bitch. He was, he was like Donkey Kong Jr. just cracking everybody. I'm like, WrestleMania yo. And shit. Yeah, that was, that was crazy as hell. I didn't see so many memes. For as funny as it is, bro, it's it's a goddamn shame. Man, it at is. At the end of the it day, is. bro. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It shouldn't have escalated that far at all. And and all it did is is people entertained the hate yep. behind it. Yep. You know, sure, it was funny. Everybody was cracking yeah. up. But that shit is so deep, bro. It you is. Know and the, the internet's undefeated, man. You can never. It's it's not a good place, you know. Especially for um, for anybody with a good heart, I would say it's tough to just yeah indulge in the internet. Yeah, mm-hmm. no doubt about it, man. Um, also the 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 airplane. We just had an air show. Yeah, that's that's wild. And the two pilots had to eject out of the plane, and the plane crashed yeah, in I, a residential area. Bro. What, you said one was in um critical condition, or what was it? Somebody was in critical condition. 
I don't know, bro. Somebody injured? One of the pilots, maybe. <clears throat> um, I don't know, but Some. but I watched the video. Yeah. And just as they ejected out the yeah. plane, the plane blew up. Would you ever go skydiving? I would. You would go skydiving? Would. Yeah, absolutely. You would for I'm real? I'm not afraid of heights. You're not afraid of heights? Or, or the fear of falling? I mean, I would do it. You would do it? You've you been on an airplane? Saying? Oh, yeah. Okay, yep, for sure. Yep, okay, definitely. yeah. All right. What's something that you definitely like, oh, I don't fuck around with? Snakes and spiders and really? shit. Really? What? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, I don't fuck around with. <laughs> with <laughs> um, I, but I you get, a skydiver. I, I, I'm not claustrophobic. You know, I'm claustrophobic sometimes. Yeah, I yeah. feel like I don't like being in tight, tight spaces. spaces. Yeah, that's real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit make me feel like I cannot breathe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot breathe. You know, I'll be like, hell no. Start freaking out. Give me out But here. the thing about it is I don't panic. That's you know good. Me too. I've never like been a panicking panicker. Makes yeah. every situation worse. worse. 100%. And one thing about me is I try to stay collected. Yep, I don't care if I, if I am scared. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I, I still maintain control yeah. over my I'm cool thoughts, pressure. my emotions. Yeah. <laughs> because if I freak the fuck out, it's going to get bad. It's going to be all it's bad. Be bad. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know how to swim? I do. I mean, I do. Why you say I, I still don't like going off to, to the deep end. You know what I'm saying? All right, sure, Once all right. my feet can't touch no more, I'm like, let me back That's real. That's real. That's real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I focus swimming. Swimming mm -hmm. cool. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I dolphin dance and that shit. You know what I like the dolphin dance on that ball. Yeah. I can't. You know what I can't do? I can't go underwater uh, with no hands. Like holding my, holding my breath. I got to use one hand to hold my nose. Get the fuck out of here. And I'm I be like, look, and I be jumping off the cliffs and everything with my boys. Like, we be jumping off everything. You still holding that I thing. still hold that thing. <laughs> he ain't doing the flip everything. I hold that <laughs> I can't do it. I don't know how people no, do it. I, I just don't get it. shit when I was like seven years old. <laughs> <Damn. laughs> yeah, I don't know hey, how people do that shit. when I see people do yeah, it. Yeah, I don't like, know how. No. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Mm -mm. Do you open your eyes when you're under the water? Mm-hmm. You know what? Or do you just be closed the whole time? It'd be closed. It'd be closed. I ain't gonna cap. It'd be closed. Yeah. I don't even like because too many scary movies and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you in the lake swimming, you open your eyes and it's like a shark, a megalodon and shit. <laughs> like, Hell fucking running yeah. at you. <laughs> I know. I, I remember, uh, you know, just as a kid, man, I used to run freely through the sand and all that. Mm -hmm. Now I put water shoes on. I Facts. wear my Crocs in there because I'm like, I don't know what I'm walking on. You know what's I'm crazy? I feel on. that, though, because even me just only being in my 20s, I still feel the difference of like um, like when I wake up in the morning compared to when I was 18. You know, even though it was only a couple of years ago, like I still feel it. Now, even when I get injured now, I'm like, man, I used to be able to just fall like and I'll be OK the next day. Now I'm like, man, it's taking about four <laughs> days, five days. Hell so yeah. I know in a couple more years, it's going to take a week, you know, two mm -hmm. weeks. You know, it's crazy. Like That's funny because yeah. when I was younger, I used to try to see how long I could hold my, my, my wind underwater. And yeah, shit. yeah. So I tried to do the shit just yeah. thinking I might got a chance. Hell no. Man, Hell no. I cannot breathe. Hell I cannot breathe. Listen. Yeah, no. I, I tried to see if I still got it. Yeah. I ain't got it no you more. You play any bro. sports? Um, I haven't, I, but I love playing basketball, softball. Yeah. yeah. When I first came home, I was playing yeah. softball with the family. Softball but is shit. I ain't done shit in probably about a year and a half, bro. Okay. I mean, I'm built like a gallon of milk right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just reached a point, bro, where I was just so busy working <laughs> hey, and grinding. 
<laughs> and you know, for 17 years, I had to eat whatever they gave them off. Of course, you know what I'm course, saying. 100%. But I came home. I'm like, I don't want no none of no, that. No, I'm gonna indulge. I'm yeah, gonna indulge, I hear you. I hear you. I'm gonna enjoy everything. 100. You know? percent But it all caught up to me now. And yeah. I'm like, you know what, man? <laughs> yeah, man, niggas got to do some crunches, some sit ups, <laughs> some push ups. Niggas got to walk and do something. Take some walk. Cause that's what I used to do every day in prison. Yeah. Walk, 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 walk. Yeah. You walk in circles. It was the yard was like an ant farm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just you walking. just see army ants everywhere. Yeah. Just going, doing shit. That's crazy as hell. And now it's like shit. You eat, you lay down. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. jump in the car. You ain't really getting proper exercise. Facts. You know? Yeah. But I got to get to it, man, because I'm starting to feel that shit. That's real. Know? No, that's real. Yeah. But um, so who inspires your music, bro? When, how, how long have you been doing music for? Who inspires yeah. you? And uh, what inspires you to, yeah. to for the music you do? Because you're live, bro. You got oh, good ass music. It. I appreciate it, bro. I love the energy. You yeah, know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't just entertain with the music, but you interact. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm always. Yeah. Well. That's one thing I always say is I definitely like making... um making the fans feel comfortable and making people that are just supporting in the stands in general, um, let them know that I noticed them and their presence, stuff like that. But I would say, um, <clears throat> what inspires me, um, man, life for show, sure. you know, I would say everything, um, that I write down, my lyricism is very, um, before I used to really try to be like very lyrical bar for bar for bar, you know, but as you, um, grow in music, you know, you start studying music and developing skills and shit. Um, when I pay attention to a lot of artists, like someone like um, Frank Ocean or ASAP Rocky or these uh, specific artists, they use a lot of descriptive writing, you know what I'm saying? Almost like poetry, you know? So, mm -hmm. you know, instead of saying something like, um, like instead of saying that a woman's hair was soft, you know, you would say that a woman's hair felt like a cloud, you know, and that would lead it to someone knowing that it's soft. You know what I mean? So just things like that, you know, just little stuff. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I'm very um, particular, you know. Even my boys know when I'm in the studio, I like being like, solo i don't like those big sessions with everybody in the stool like it's fun if we freestyling and rapping and shit like that and we smoking it's cool but when i'm really recording no nah, like i really don't i like um just silence completely you know like what, I'm saying? what genre like, do you put your music under um i would say honestly uh pop probably popular music for now yeah, you know um okay. just based off of versatility and everything uh when i think of drake i no longer think of like a real hip-hop rap artist i think of someone like a pop star you mm -hmm. know so um, and you, I just you got that feel good music. Bro. No, I appreciate it. That's you know one thing I was saying? I would say like, too is I try my best to be encouraging, you know, and positive in general. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely yeah. What um, and I've been making music since like twenty. I'm sorry, let me mute this. <laughs> I've been making music since like yeah, 2014, 2015. No, I'm sorry, 2015, 2016. That's when I really started like writing. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then. I didn't really start dropping music until 2020 during the pandemic. You know, that's when I really started dropping. Um, I was, of course, scared too ahead of time, but my uh, my boys encouraged me enough, you know, and they're like, bro, why not? You know, so that's that's where all that came from. So, yeah, just started dropping. Where was the first time you ever performed? Where was the first time I ever performed? That is a great question. First time I, first time I ever performed was at a local show um that we're coach creators through at this old location they had on junction it had burned down but um that was the first place i performed um during my homeboys album release party shout out to barlitos um and yeah i was a feature on his song but i would say for the most part um my stage presence man honestly it just comes from just being comfortable on stage you know a lot of people um kind of assume that i've done hundreds of performances which i really haven't i probably have 
in my lifetime probably like a good 30 under my belt you know i don't have too many mm -hmm. um but you know before um music i was a dancer you know for a long time and and competing is way different you know that's scarier than performing what kind of you dance know? you do like uh, break dancing street dance yeah okay. yeah mav that's um that's one of my mentors that um that I grew up, I knew that guy since I was like 12, 13. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So Yeah, they come to the DHDC and they teach yeah. the kids how to do all that. Man. Yeah, that's that's one of the guys that definitely, um, you know, put me on a, a proper path. And I would say, you know, taught me definitely like uh, integrity. You know, integrity is everything type shit. You know, he always told me like your social capital, you know, doing favors, not just because you want one, but because it feels good to do it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Just shit like that, man. A mentor is super, super um, important. So I would say... um yeah yeah and then his his um his morale is based on humanitarian oh, yeah. beliefs 100 you know percent you know we show each other love and kindness yeah. respect yeah. support all those for types real. of things for real. you know what i mean yeah he definitely you know and like i said he was still a mentor and still you know the big homie so you know he'll slap me around if i was on bullshit which i would be on bullshit you know but that's <laughs> that's the like that's the masculinity you need you know what i'm saying especially like my pops wasn't around, but he wasn't around, like, as a father figure. He was more just, like, just around, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm some casual, chill shit. Um, but I would say, like, for the most part, those male uh, role models, like, uncles, you know, um, mentors and shit like that. And even just, like, talking to, you know, talking to somebody like you, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or talking to, like, a significant other's dad, you know, from talking to, uh, like, my girlfriend's dad or, you know, some shit like that. You know, my sister's boyfriend, whatever it is, you know, just um, being around uh males in general you know what i'm saying and building that camaraderie is super important you know and it definitely is bro yeah. you know what i'm saying because you know no matter how good of a job you know the mother is doing there are just some things yes. that you know a boy needs to see yeah. and hear that's one thing my, man, yeah, my mom know? she um she raised me my whole life um but when i was like 17 she sent me to live with my pops. And it wasn't like I didn't know him. I knew him all the time. You know, I see him all the time and shit. But um, she sent me to live with him because she even told me, like, straight up. She said, even as your mother, like, there's certain shit as a man I can't teach you, you know. And I didn't know what it was, you know. But once I lived with my pops, I was like, oh, this is what the fuck it is. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. all right. I was like, oh, yeah. it's, it's real out here. It's real out here. Like, like yeah. I, I didn't grow up with my father either. Mm. And I knew some friends that yeah. had their fathers, yeah. but their fathers was just violent. Yeah. Always coming home, kicking their ass, Mad kicking their mom's ass, Mad yelling the world, all the time. Type shit. Yeah. And, you know, we used to have to hear all that shit. Yeah. We were right next door to yeah. them. And it was like, man, like, maybe my life ain't so bad without a dad. Hey. <laughs> Whatever the dad is, I'm like, shit, I might be doing all That's right. That's Cause man, that's got to be <laughs> that's hectic. That shit is stressful, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my pops was cool. He just, uh, he was just a player. That was his downfall. Too, oh, too much okay. of a player, you know. So, yeah, bro, my mama heart too many times. I still love him. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's yeah, my yeah, dog. No um, and yeah, I, I understand a lot of your story too. Cause my pops uh, has been institutionalized and incarcerated. You know what I'm saying? On multiple occasions. Right now, he's doing some Fed time, so he's gonna be out like uh, in about two, three years, type of shit. So I get it. You and know, and then what I'm sometimes saying? you got to think about the men that raise him. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like you know, everybody was raised in a different. And time. that's that's one thing I had to understand is that you can't expect um someone to really understand how to raise you if it's their first time raising you. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. especially me being the oldest child. I remember freaking out and telling my mom I'm panicking and shit. I'm like, man, I'm 20. Life is crazy as hell. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. This is my first time being 20. And when she told me, like, this is my first time raising a 20-year-old, that shit changed my heart. I was like, oh, shit. She don't know what she's doing either. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, so for sure. I can't. Yeah, that's one thing I and, never scolded my pops, you know. And with me, like, when I came home, I seen so many 
so many young people in their 20s, 21, 22, 23, still living at home with their yeah, mothers. And, and, you know, and for me, I didn't understand it because, like I said, I had to grow up so mm-hmm. fast, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. by the time I'm 15, 16, I'm already a grown Facts. man. By yeah. the time I'm 17, Facts. I got a kid. I got an yeah. apartment. No, I got to have young. So I'm like, you're 23 and you're still <laughs> yeah. at home. What kind yeah. of shit is that? Yeah. But I didn't realize that, you know, growing up in the 90s was a different time Correct. than growing up Correct. now. You know what I'm saying? Correct. You know, the needs and and um you know the way of life for people yes. had changed yeah 100 you know? yeah especially now things are way different like don't get me wrong i love my space and i love having my own place and everything but um man i understand like when my mom when my pops be tripping about bills and shit i'm like man yeah i, I do miss not paying bills you know like that shit yeah but yeah, at the same time it's crazy because like i know it's new for me you know what i'm saying and it's probably like it's already um outdated for um other grown ass men. But I would say for me, you know what I'm saying, like paying all of my own shit, you know what I'm saying, for the past three, four years type shit, it makes me feel this uh masculine energy. It makes man, me feel like I'm taking care of business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Are, I'm brother. on my shit. You like are. man, you got that shit feels good. My age like, that ain't even doing no, that that's shit. <laughs> that's real. I'm forty four years <laughs> old. I'm also I'm fortunate, man. I'm fortunate. I'm blessed. You know, like opportunities came around, apartments opened up, shit like that. You know, you just um you just got to work hard. And, and I would say, too, man, one thing I always tell myself is, like, if you just got to meet the universe halfway. You know, if you do your part the and do your fucking gonna best, do it's going to, yeah. exactly, it's going to meet you Ain't halfway no and every time, that, every time. Like I told you, when I was uh in the joint, I had to do a lot of internal work. Yeah. I had to do a lot of soul searching. I yeah. had to do a lot of inventory. That's so I, impressive that you're able to do that in a system like that, though, bro. Because mm-hmm. out here is motherfuckers go and take a walk in the woods and do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's crazy hearing that. And like, I did my most growing in the hole. See? In segregation. In a straight, what, what's the, what is it, 10 by 10 or... Yeah. Oh my God. You know what I'm That's saying? That's insane. So That's you, insane. You, you, you sitting in a hole with nothing. You know what I'm saying? Sheesh. And then they bring the little library cart, and you get to pick out a book or something to read. You know what I'm saying? How did that work for you? Did you? Did you? I wasn't really a big you reader, a reader, but I became a reader. Okay. But it was about what you read. Like mm. I knew a lot of guys. A lot of guys are freaky, so they get romantic books. You know what Damn, I'm saying? Damn, what? I never uh, heard. That's know, crazy. People get, some what? people get Western, horror books, yeah. all that. And I'm like, man, I'm not into none of that shit. Yeah. But I seen a Buddhist book in there. Okay. And I said, you know what? Let me see. Let you me know, see. I like life skills. I like to be. That's hard. I like some educational. And I started yeah. reading this Buddhist book. And everything was about self. Yeah. Everything was about self-reflection. It was mm-hmm. about soul searching. It was about everything that's inside mm-hmm. you, not outside of you. Yeah. You know? And that's when I started to grow. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. It was a t- I was in punishment. I was in a hole for two months. I got caught with a knife. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And um, they take all your property. Yeah. No visits, no phone yeah. calls, no none of that shit. And so how long you said really you was in, in there? Str- for two months. Yeah. And, you know, you have to find ways to occupy your mind mm-hmm. because them guys in there was going crazy. Oh, yeah, Some I of them believe guys it. beat on the door for two, three, four hours straight. Oh I mean, yelling, screaming. You got the, uh, you know, you got the goon squad, the police come down, gas in the cells, gas in the whole block. Damn. Like, it's just wild. So you're trying to, you're already suffering, yeah. you know what I'm saying, yeah. because you're secluded. But for me, it was a time of peace. It was a time of rest because, wow. like I said, bro, like, 
me being the leader that I was, I was always dealing with everybody's problems. Correct. And I was always dealing Damn. with politics and shit. So it was like, That's you know, going to the hole was almost a treat for me where wow. I was able to collect my thoughts and get Damn, back in dog. tune with myself. That's deep as fuck. Yeah, Damn. for real, bro. Damn, dog. You know? And then after a couple months or, you know, I'd, I'd come out and, yeah. I, and I'm ready again. Facts. You know what I'm okay. saying? Good shit. But I always came out smarter, stronger, yeah. uh, enlightened, educated, you know, yeah. more, more balanced and in tune mm. with myself. And, um, you know, because that lifestyle in there is very overwhelming, just like yeah. life out here is Correct. very demanding yeah. and very overwhelming, yeah. you know. And you have to be mentally, emotionally, and spiritually prepared for that every day. And that's why I wore this shirt. I yeah. love this shirt. Yeah. I love what it represents yeah. because I feel Facts. like every day before I walk out the door, I put the world on my back. Facts. You know what that's I'm right. saying? Real shit. Real shit, bro. Yep. I fuck with that. And, um, you know, you got to be built yeah. for this shit, man. 100%. You know, because... You know, I tell people all the time, bro, you know, you can say what you got to say about me or what you think about me or what you think you know about me, but walk a mile in my shoes. Yeah. You know what Facts. I'm saying? Walk Facts. a mile in my shoes. Yeah. Man. I guarantee it's going to be a lot of people that fold real quick, Oh, 100%. Bro. 100%. You know? Yeah. So, you know, I do take pride in, in my endurance. As you should. As you, you should, know, I, I I endured a lot of suffering yeah. to obtain the knowledge and the patience and the understanding that I have today. Mm -hmm. You know, it did not, it didn't come cheap. Yeah, I didn't just didn't come easy. read a yeah, book and it no. just happened. No, you know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. You got to put in the work, like correct, you said. Correct. You got to meet the universe halfway. Yeah, you do man. your part and the universe going to do its part. 100%. Man, you know? that's some real shit. Yup, absolutely. I fuck with it. Yup. So, um, if you could do a song with anybody, any artist, yeah, who would you do a song with? Ooh, ooh, that's a good one. I would say, um, damn. All right, I'm gonna say if I'm all right right now, I would get a song with Drake. Um, do I really, really want that feature? I mean, it would be cool, but it'd just be a great alley for my career. If I was already famous, I would want to work with, um, honestly, somebody like. Like Pharrell, you know Pharrell Williams. I swear, bro. Someone you took like Pharrell. The, words, the thoughts right so, out some, of my something like that, man. Yeah, I, I was gonna like, ask you, what do you think about Pharrell? Man, because your music is man, and that's fly crazy. Like yeah, that. he's he's one of my biggest inspirations. You know, he he's someone who's um a creative, a curator. You know, and um he just he just really believes in just creating art. You know, and I, that's that's someone who I definitely look up to. Him and like Tyler Creator. You know, and it's crazy because a lot of these guys, I don't even look up to them music-wise so much. It's more of just um, being yourself, you know what I'm saying, and just uh, creating what comes from the heart, you know, and allowing people to, if they like it, they like it, and if they don't, that's okay, you know. And that's one thing I would say, too, um, a lot of artists don't understand, you know, is they would be like, um, if you don't like my music, then fuck you. But it's like, no, bro, it's okay. Like, you know, mm -hmm. you can, to each his own, you know, you can yeah, have your opinion. Yeah, entitled to Yeah, opinion, you know man. what I'm saying? So, and that's one thing that is very different, I would say. Um, I don't know if it's my generation in the past few years or anything, but opinion, opinions have become very... Um, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of hard to have an opinion now. You know, it's scary. Yeah, you know? because I had talked a few episodes back about the uh, cancel culture. Oh man, 
man. You know? And I'm like, what the fuck? We don't man? allow people to grow anymore. And that's just, it's scary, you know? Or make mistakes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's scary. Like, Or you got to be open-minded to other people's views. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because what you think today, you might not think tomorrow if you hear somebody else's story or somebody else's opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. get upset. I don't I don't oh, personalize no. it no. because everybody's entitled to 100%. their opinion. 100%, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm very open-minded. And yeah. I think that's taking me a far way in life. Exactly. Well. And that's definitely what... Um, um, that plays a role in your intelligence, man. You know, just being open-minded, just listening mm-hmm. and shit like that. That, Yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, hey, if you can change my perspective, Facts. then shoot your shot. Yeah, you enlighten me. I'm shit. open my, Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah for real. Something. Yeah, no, for real. You know, but some people are like, fuck that. I yeah. stand on what I yeah, stand on. Yeah. I don't even want to hear it, even if it makes oh, sense. Oh, yeah, nah, I see, you know, nah. Like, yeah, I, like hearing, I like hearing trippy shit, you know. You got any conspiracy theories you like? Um, conspiracy theories. Let me see. Um, I mean the aliens thing. You know. Oh man, yeah. The, the whole thing with aliens. They they real. But I would say, um, you're talking to a real UFOlogist right now, man. No, no. I mean, I, I mean, look who engineers. I got the Legal Aliens facts, podcast. Facts, Brian Ruiz. Facts, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm working with the aliens. Yeah. You know yeah. What I'm saying. No, so, they're 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 real, man. They're real. They just so uh, wherever they're at, come on to the El Nino podcast. You guys yeah, are welcome. Come on man. now. Man. Yeah. Et phone home. Bro. Facts, facts. You know what I'm saying? I'm with the shits. Come on through, man. Yeah. Break bread. No, I bring me a spaceship. Fuck I never believe in aliens, man. Yeah, <laughs> or at least some other out. And, and and I mean, people have been acknowledging aliens for years and oh, for years a long time. and years, been and a everybody's lot of, yeah. been deemed crazy. And mm-hmm. uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now here it is, forty years later. Yep. You know, you are talking about? Oh yeah, yep. we seen something. Mm-hmm. We got something. But you heard like um, a lot of people are starting to feel like um, I don't know if you ever heard of Project Blue Beam. Like there's gonna be like a false flag of an alien invasion to get everyone under one world order of um. Of you know a mil- one military and all this government and all this shit. Um, so, I don't think I don't think that's the case. You know. So this is the type of shit that got me that pushed me away from religion. Yeah. You know, while I was in prison, I read nice you know a nice amount of the yeah. Quran. Nice. I read the whole Bible in yeah. its entirety. Um, you know, I've studied different religions. I've had a lot of conversations yeah. about different religions and prophets and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, and um. I was just like, you know, especially with the Bible, it's been altered. Correct. You know what I'm 100%. saying? Uh, anytime you add or subtract something, yeah. you've altered it. You've altered, you've altered the truth. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, And um, And ever since then, I just kind of uh, looked at the government and the upper echelon people, yeah. the higher ups. Mm-hmm. They play games with the world 100%. and the people that live in it. Yeah. This is like a chessboard for mm-hmm. them. It's like projects for mm-hmm. them because they found ways to govern and dictate weather, Correct. water, Correct. wind, yeah. you know, all, and they, they just constantly fucking with the universe, yeah. wanting to become God. Correct. Trying to play God. You know, yep. wanting to be God yeah. where people fear them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, it's true. It's so true. I felt like the Bible and Christianity was part of a new world order. Oh, 100%. We're going to set a standard, this 100%. Bible, and if you don't yeah. abide by it, you'll die, yeah. you'll go to hell, you'll yep. do this. You know what I'm saying? It was a yeah. way to manage people. 100%. That's why um, like I would say like it was all it was was a saying for me. Like I've always questioned religion for sure, but... One time, um, I heard this kid ask me. He was like, "Who did black people pray to before slavery?" 
and like that shit fucked me up as a kid i was like oh shit you know and like i was like damn <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. you know and doing the research you realize like man the bible was a um it was such a great tool to control people like you know and i'm all for i even myself i am a man of faith you know but religion not at all you know mm. religion is a very systematic um order of things you know and i would say but um to have faith to have faith is just another version of hope hell yeah i hope i'm gonna make it i have faith i'm gonna make it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like shit like that so um it's cool you know but um but when it gets to that crazy shit i be like oh that's a little out of pocket you know what i'm saying what's up bro shout out to my brother zoe at la landscape <laughs> pull it up my man after a good hard day's work yeah <laughs> love you bro but um yeah, ever since that, bro, I'm like, you know what, man? This is not about the kufis. It's not about the rugs. It's not about the okay. rosaries. It's not about the Bibles. It's about what's inside of you and the connection that you Correct. have with outside of you. Correct. When I think about the elements, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every element in the earth, you know what yeah. I'm saying, exists within, Facts, us. within us. The relationship that I built with God is mine and mine only. Mm. You know Correct. what I mean? Correct. And I don't need a Bible to tell me that. Exactly. I don't have exactly. to count and uh, you know how many rosaries I count and pray a day. You know yeah. what I'm saying to feel validated about Correct. you know my Correct. belief. I have a relationship mm. with God. Mm. Um, you know I, I I trust entirely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. And in I life think, and in death. And that's yeah. why I, I live fearlessly. Good. Yeah. You know. No, that's real. Um, that's that's I think what you said about the validation I think that's probably the only thing that really stops the majority of of the population you know is everyone wanting that um that I do this and look at me do this you know what I'm saying or accept me for doing this you know even when it goes back to the opinions you know it's you have to accept the way I think because I said so you know so um it just makes me wonder like man if everyone really was forced to be on an island alone for like a whole year mm-hmm. you know with zero validation every decision you make that's there is for you and in your best interest mm-hmm. you know It'll really give people a different aspect. Like But in order for them to maintain order the people, they have to have these pandemics like correct. like the COVID pandemic, yeah, like yeah. you know, people rioting. Yeah. I mean the perversion that's in mm-hmm. in the world today, yeah. um, you know, is is a reflection of Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm-hmm. So it's like they constantly you know, controlling and dictating, yeah. like they said, the music, mm-hmm. the news, you know, no, what gets true. distributed, yeah. who hears it, who sees it, who doesn't, yeah. the impacts, who does it affect, how does it affect the war, you know, shit, and, then when, shit, you, and yeah. then when you think of a world that is overpopulated, they got to come up with creative ways to kill millions of people to make space, I'm you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just saying, you want to no, talk true. about some theories, No, bro, it's true. You know? No, it's true. 100%. These are just, I'm not saying I'm correct yeah but this is just what i've come up with no i hear you 100 percent. no i've heard some crazy shit like um i a a good one i just heard recently was about um they listening no no about the government um sending over um, the government's always listening you know some facts them sending over these them sending over ships to um to places after natural disasters you know and them taking um people's bodies and you know using it for the organ market and shit like that and um it's crazy because like there's hella stories of like people um during hurricane katrina you know giving their kids to red cross and them never seeing the kid again somehow and they rescued the kid right there you know like and um it's not as crazy as i mean it is crazy don't get me wrong but this is a lot more systematic than people think you know there's even stories i heard a story recently about a, like a, a corporal or general um in Killeen, texas in the military 
who found like um like five choppers loaded with like coke straight loaded with coke you know and when he snitched on him and shit like that um he somehow uh mysteriously died you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. he just didn't want them in his airfield you know and you know he this, he died on mysterious circumstances but um the point is is like shit is real out here shit shit is scary you know even with the illuminati shit like that like i try to tell people like it was it's not as crazy as people think you know what i'm saying yes there was a group of intelligent people back then you know who were, who were the illuminated ones you know um and yes cults exist you know what i'm saying and yes people are doing weird sacrifice sacrificial like things that it's i'm not trying to normalize it but it is just a normal thing for humans to do you know what i'm saying like it is fucked up but um it's just so common anymore though. that's that you know when i came home from prison everybody was using the term weird or weirdo and i'm like you know like why why is everybody yeah. and then i've been home for four yeah, years yeah yeah and I see you it. You see it. You, you know see what I'm it. Saying? To where all you can say is it's weird, and I'm just gonna keep it over there. I'm not gonna even, you know, affiliate myself or be in that type of shit. But um, but yeah, it happens. You know what I'm saying? Human trafficking is real as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like this, bro. This I, this is one of the things all that this shit really is real. It, like, it really strikes my nerve, bro. You know what I'm saying? That these people doing this shit to people. Oh, 100 Especially you know young girls. 100. Yeah. And, and I mean just you got to see that movie, bro. Sound of Freedom. That's it's a good movie. Um, that they've been trying to um shun and shit like that. But yeah, just tapping into that. Like I've even become obsessive over the whole epstein island shit you know and hearing all these crazy mm -hmm. i'm like man what this celebrity there but it makes sense and like man it's just it's crazy bro it's crazy as fuck but it's the evil world you know what i'm saying and i think um once you just recognize that that's it just keep your distance that's it i mean you know the devil don't take no breaks either Facts. bro that's why we Facts. have the power of will we can go Facts. each way it's yeah. all about which one you want to feed or and which that's one, what's crazy which one you want to eat yeah. today yeah you know what For i'm real. saying so it's like you know no, that's real but shit. I, I danced with the devil for too long, bro. Yeah. So I, I know what side I stand Facts. with. You know, even Facts. when shit's hard and difficult mm -hmm. and I feel like God ain't hearing me or he ain't understanding me, mm -hmm. I'll never sway, bro. Fact. I promise you, know you he I'm is. Because yeah. I already she know is. fucking yeah. with the devil ain't nothing good going to come from. Facts. I don't yeah. care how sweet it is. No, you know for what real. I'm saying? No, that's true. And he come to you when you suffering. You yeah. know what I'm saying? When he knows when you're you stressed out. Yeah. When he knows you suffering and, yeah. and you know you need some money and the devil going to come and with all kinds of wonderful hey, you ain't ideas. Lying, though, bro. You know what I'm you saying? He come with all kinds of wonderful ideas, bro. Man. I'm like, God, I need you, bro. Man. You know what I'm saying? But Temptation. At, yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> for real. When you, when you thirsty, he got something for you to drink. Man. When you hungry, he got hey, something for, for you bro. to eat. You know? But shit. That you got to take what comes with man. it, bro. That's crazy. It's yeah. like even me, like, being, like, growing up in the hood still, I be choosing, like, I'm like, man, I could really steal this right now. But I'm like, nah, let me chill the fuck out. What am I doing? Like, mm -hmm. that ain't me. Like, nah, I'm not doing that shit. Like, yeah, the devil. But I be having to check myself. Yeah, take you I'm, out of like, man, I'm like, well, what the fuck? Hell but see, no, that's integrity, no that though, like, man. Yeah, facts. I mean, facts. we only humans, you know, sure yeah. we'll think about it. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But. You know, we don't entertain that shit. Exactly. Because, yeah. you know, I, I already know what come with it. Like I said, I, I danced a lifetime with the devil, bro. Yeah, 100%. Every time yeah. I fuck with him, I lose. Yeah. Man. Hey, you, you know ain't know lying, man. That show is come back and bite me in the head. Yeah, that's why, like, I'm straight, man. I'm going <laughs> to stay on my mission. You know what I'm saying? Keep on doing what I might take me a little And longer. I would say, too, even even now, like, um, like for myself, like, even just being on this whole uh, thing of becoming, like, just the best man I could be. I've even checked myself from asking women for for validation. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I would say not too recently, but um, I would say even women that I've encountered, you know, um, in general, like when things wouldn't work out, even if they weren't satisfied, I would ask them, like, did I do everything I was supposed to do? You know, and they would still tell me no. You know what I'm saying? And I, one thing I had to fully understand, you know, is um, all that matters is you know what you're supposed to be doing type shit, you know, like. And that's, that, and that's what accountability does yeah, for you. Yeah, 100%. So that was one of the things that I, I teach to the youth, and I use the example of when I was in prison. And people mm-hmm. are like, you always refer to prison. Yeah. I mean, fuck, I spent half my spent, life yeah, in there. Yeah, you were there the majority of your life. Yeah. That's where I did all my growing Come up on was now. in fucking yeah, prison. Yeah, facts. You know? That's all you know right now. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm just like, damn, I forgot what fuck the point I was going to yeah, make. But, I, but, I feel, and it go, but it goes back to me even uh, saying with the validation shit, too, though. You know what I'm saying? Trying yeah. to ask for someone's validation. Am I doing this correct? Am I on my shit? You would know yourself mm-hmm. if you on your shit and where you could be potentially. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you you know. Don't even don't even lie to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? Accountability. Like, that's what yeah. it was. Our accountability part. Yeah. So I already know you you got to learn your environment, no mm-hmm. matter where you are. In yeah. prison, out here, no matter where you're at, what neighborhood. If you're in the ghetto, in those yeah. burbs, yeah. wherever, you still have to be aware of your mm-hmm. environment. And you got to know how it operates. Correct. And so I say, you know what? Because I used to hate when the when the COs used to come in and shake yeah. us down and tear our houses up or shake me down. And, and I say, you know what? If I just do what I'm supposed to be doing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then I don't have to worry That's about That's all that, that matters. You know? I don't have to worry about hey, that. Hey. And if it just so happens, then it's just part of the environment. It's exactly come with the territory there you go, there you go. Cause it when, comes with the territory because when i walk in the store and i don't buy something and i'm walking out i still feel like i stole some shit and i'm like i don't even i ain't even stealing you know what i'm saying like it's just naturally feeling like that you know just being watched and shit like that like yeah that's but funny but so. you know that's where integrity is correct though, you know what correct. i'm saying like yeah. bro if i stole something mm-hmm I would I would lose sleep. I wouldn't be able yeah, to, you know facts, what I'm saying? Facts. Just because I know that's yeah. not who I am. Correct. You correct, know what I'm saying? Correct, yeah. The only time I've never felt bad about doing anything is if you had it coming. Oh yeah. If you fucked over yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. If you had it coming, yeah. 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 You had it coming, bro. Or if I'm, you're I'm a corporation like Walmart. Good. No, <laughs> <laughs> Corporations I have no mercy for. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, we're just uh you know, we talk about how the aisles now, like anytime you go to a store, yeah. they got these aisles you go down. Mm. And it's like they know how to get the money out of your oh, pocket. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. It's crazy. You think you're fucking done shopping. Yep. And now you're going down the aisle. Yep. How do you want a bag of this and some of this? And some Man, of that. that shit you know, is crazy. They even That's marketing. Dog. I've heard of uh, sales. That is. Yeah, I've that. heard them do it with like um, with like color control and shit like that. Like people say um, like one side of an aisle, they'll make sure that the products, even though they can order them differently, they want to start getting brighter and brighter so that you and items that are getting brighter tend to be more expensive you know what i'm saying like it's crazy yeah. like i mean people eat with their eyes bro yeah, so whatever's 100%. appealing to the eyes yes. you know what i'm saying yeah that the content could be garbage but yeah the, but facts, the package is facts. so good you're yeah like, Damn, I gotta yeah get that. no it's true it's true you know i'm gonna commercial that. you'll see a burger king whopper Come on, on that now. bitch you'll be like damn i want a whopper no demo it's not gonna look yeah, like that it look like that <laughs> motherfucker yeah, at all yeah. hell no no that's facts though that's facts <laughs> <laughs> so tell me man what does the future look like for you and music yeah and um you know what what is the overall outcome that you want to see for yeah. yourself in the music game i would say um the future for me for these next few years is um 
just build just focus on building my fan base you know what i'm saying um even if it means getting um you know 50,000 to 20,000 people you know or or just a thousand core fans if you can get a thousand core fans to send you one dollar just because that's a thousand dollars right there you know so imagine merchandise and things of that you know what i'm saying so i'm um, just focused on getting a, a more core fan base and i would say the outcome for me no matter what happens with this music i'm always gonna make it no matter what but i would say realistically when i do make it um i would just um like to create for the rest of my life that doesn't necessarily mean that i have to have like mansions and driving bugattis and lamborghinis but if i can rely on my phone bill my dte being paid my rent you know my mortgage type shit i can go on a vacation like three times a year all solely based off of creativity then that's success to me like just being able to have um my own personal freedom while creating and my creative my um creativity takes me to finance then yeah that's that's the that's goal dope, for sure bro. for sure so oh, yeah good for you man i wish you all that man. success man. thank you sir likewise likewise man yeah, no doubt man i'm on a mission bro oh you no for sure saying, and we bro. had a conversation is it's going you know what i'm saying it's going i can't wait to see um we both are around this time next year you know what i'm saying so yeah yeah no doubt man. And appreciate you for having me on the 100th episode bro for real it's an honor episode. dog 100th episode bro it's a hundred episode bro that's what's 100 up episodes i don't do that's it, lit man. that's lit bro yeah no doubt about it man Remember, hey, bro, you remember when you first started your business and you said you were going to stop at 100 customers? <laughs> man, bro, you got 200 customers yep. now. You know Come what I'm now. saying? I'm like, man, he ain't stopping no time no, for soon, real. bro, you know? No, that's real. That's real, bro. I remember I couldn't wait to get 100 subscribers. You man, know what? what? Man, now I'm Not, that's me, man. That's me now, bro. I'm like, damn, like... Like I heard this saying the other day, um, about someone get like a hundred something, you know. Even me getting like five hundred uh, views on my my latest video, it's not as much as my other videos. But I had to come to understand that like if I'm in the car and five hundred people run up to me for autograph, I will start being overwhelmed. So you know what I'm saying. So you got to put it in that mindset, you know. Mm -hmm. So even if you got twenty people watching your shit, if twenty people ran up on you right now for a photo, you gonna be like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, for sure. just just being grateful, you know what I'm saying? Things like that, man. For sure, for sure. And it's like you always want to treat people, um, you know, with, with, with respect, with dignity. Yeah. You always want to show them, you know, a certain amount of love because, you know, a lot of them first time impressions are everlasting. Bro. 100%. And I say that. You never get another one. <laughs> when, when I was young, uh, my, my godparents lived in um, Bloomfield Hills. Mm, and um, they ended up <laughs> sending me to uh, the Isaiah Thomas basketball camp. Damn. Icy camp. Know, okay. I was yeah. happy as hell. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, I'm coming from the neighborhood. Yeah. Going way out Facts. here. And, you know, all the all everybody in the camp are pretty much, you know, privileged. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I'm in West Bloom, and, yeah, and and you a bunch know, of white boys hoping, you know, yeah, this yeah, was yeah. probably in the you know early early nineties, okay, you know what I'm saying, maybe ninety one, ninety two, something like that, and um, you know, at that time, like I had grew up with the bad boys, with yeah, the Pistons, facts, um, you know, uh, Isaiah Thomas had a movie about his life, mm. and it taught it showed about his mother and just everything he had went through, so I always had a special connection. I I looked up. To yeah, Isaiah yeah, Thomas. I looked real. up Damn. to, you know, a lot of the Pistons, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And man, when I met him in person, bro, yeah. he was like 
the most dismissive person, bro. I believe it. Like he rode up in an all red Porsche. And I guess, you know, I don't know, maybe maybe, maybe me, maybe I expected too much because I'm from the hood. I'm nah, from the bro. ghetto. Nah. And I was amongst People be on all, bullshit, bro. all privileged white kids. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. I, I stand out. I stand out. I know you I, see me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Come on now. So I guess I felt like because he came from poverty yeah. and I came from poverty yeah. that he would acknowledge me or yeah. he would show me, you know, yeah. some, some type of love. Uh-huh. And he didn't, bro. It was just, I ain't gonna lie, man. I didn't met so many celebrities, bro. Like, mm-hmm. like real, like legends where they were a straight disappointment like there's this artist named russ he cool now you know i fuck with his music and shit i'm, I'm saying that so you know if i ever collab in the future but anyway he was on some bullshit <laughs> i remember fucking i remember i was walking downtown and i had seen him and i was like hey you russ right he was like yeah you need a photo come on straight up like that mm-hmm. and i was like all right, my dumb ass. Here I go. <laughs> you know what I'm All right, I do want a photo. Here I come. But I just remember, like, after that, man, I was like, man, I would never um, treat anybody like that. You know, like, even now when people come up to me after I perform and shit, I'm not only super grateful, but I'm impressed, too, because I know what it's like to, to be kind of intimidated to approach someone who just performed or or to not feel like you were, like, you know, on, their, on you know, dick riding and shit like that, mm-hmm. you know, all that type of shit and everything. So, um. So, yeah, I'm super grateful every time people come up to me, no matter what. It's never embarrassing. It's super like, yeah, that shit hypes me up. I love that shit. And, I mean, you know, we all humans, man. We all going through Mm. things. And, you know, somebody who's in the limelight, that's not always easy because you feel like your privacy is constantly being invaded by people. You know what I'm saying? But I'll say this, too. I ain't going to lie. Like, one time I heard Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, he said this in an interview. He said, if I'm having a bad day, I'm just not going to go outside. This is someone who is not only legendary, but someone who's like seven foot and legendary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he gets approached. Miss. Come on now. He gets approached way more than anybody. And um, just that right there is always like, this has been instilled in me. You know, where I'm like, man, you know, if I'm having a bad day, I don't want to ruin nobody else's day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, let me just bro. keep my ass at home and keep myself in check, you know? Because you don't know how much that it means. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm 44 years old yeah. and I still remember this shit. See? You bring it up now. Yeah, that's some real crazy. shit. And that's some real and, shit, and, and bro. it's crazy because I've held that yeah. against him yeah. since childhood. <laughs> I've never seen him the same no more. You know what I'm saying? When I see when <laughs> no, I see I his you, jerseys or his anything, I'm yeah, like, man, I'm straight. Like, man, yeah, I'm good you on that. No, I hear you. That's and real. It's crazy because I real. used to look up to him. Yeah. I admired him. Yeah, man. and I'm glad you told me that story, man, because it also keeps me in check always. You know, just it, it reminds me, you know, that people are always watching. You know what I'm saying? And um, and, and yeah. you don't know how how you are inspiring or impacting a person. Yeah, and that's, that's true, or, too. Or what meeting you might do to them, yeah. you know, or yeah. for them. Facts. Because no, you don't real. know what you mean to other yeah. people. Yeah, and that's right you there. That's key. You don't even sometimes. know. Man, people be talking good about you behind closed doors. You, be, you don't even know. It's just crazy. Yeah, definitely, man. So let me let me ask you this. What do you, what do you think about drill music? And drill what do you music, think yeah. about today's you know, rap music, yeah. the street shit. Yeah, you know? I would say I ain't gonna lie, man. Realistically, it is a one hundred percent um, like some real spiritual, scientific. Like it is some negative shit, and I love it, and I love to turn up to it. But like me, I'm a very self aware person. You know, there's been times where um, like last summer, I remember it's funny as hell to me, but I remember just driving around, and as soon as a little Dirk song came on, I just blew a red light, like nothing. And then I caught myself, and I was like, "What the fuck am I doing?" But because this song came on. I feel like I was on all demon time. Even mm-hmm. if I'm listening to it and I'm out in the hood and I'm stopping at the store and I got my strap on me, I feel more prone to taking someone's life. 
you know what i'm saying and and um and you have to check yourself you know and just that type of mm-hmm. shit like it's it's cool and there's a time and a place but people that wake up and listen to that shit and go to sleep and listen to that like um it's not healthy for you it's mm-hmm. not good for you and if you're one of those people like um do not do that you know what i'm saying like take some time to listen to some r&b when you wake up or something or like me i don't even like listening to music when i wake up at all like if it's the weekend and i'm turning up cleaning the house yeah but personally like i listen to so much music i really enjoy my silence like sometimes i'm driving for like 20 minutes with no music at all windows up and everything just complete silence because i just like being in my thoughts sometimes you know yeah, what i'm saying sometimes you gotta find the moment yeah for yourself bro. so drill music though overall i love it but it's a time and a place man because that shit is not healthy mm-hmm. for you it's not I healthy mean, for I, I know for a lot of artists you know they're like hey bro it's just music you know what i'm yeah. saying but this is music that's influential. I was about and, to say, you and, say that, and, but... And people are mesmerized with the videos, the lifestyle, you know what I'm Why saying? Why do boxers come out to drill music when they're about to fight? You need to get in that primal, aggressive state, that yeah. negative state. Th- mean, this is some real shit, though. When, when like, I listen to Icewear Vezo in the yeah, car, bro, yep. my whole posture changes. Yep, 100%. I, I perk up. Yep. No, yep. I'm going fast. No, like I'm looking. I'm looking at everybody. Yes, now. yes, like, bro. Yes, you know yes. what I'm saying. That's why I'm very cautious and wary of like even Got the music that I make. Fuck a helping hand. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Nigga, bless his bitch for he bless his hand. Yeah. Now all of a sudden I'm like, bitch. Facts though, no, it's real. Well, I was That's just real. straight, but you know, I'm rocking that now. And, all and of like, sudden, yeah, somebody gonna get punched in they nose. And like we said, just you know, just time and place, cause. Even there's like certain shit I'll click on when I feel like being in my bag on my pretty boy shit. You know what I'm saying? I'll put on a, a real swaggy, like uh, uh, a fabulous song. You know what I'm saying? Something mm-hmm. like that, you know, where I am I feel like I'm in my bag, you know. But like even with my music, I'm very cautious and wary of, of what I speak on and shit like that. And and if people, um besides the music just being so um kind of like impactful itself, I think if people just slow down the lyrics and realize like I'm very encouraging in my lyrics, you know, it's a lot of you can do this or I believe you can do this type shit, you know. The so. first time I seen you perform was at L Club for Cinco de Mayo, bro. Dope, that was the first dope. time I had ever dope. seen you and mm-hmm. you did an out cold performance. Thank like, you, you bro. performed like you, you was a saw a superstar. Thank you, bro. bro. I appreciate that. And the crowd, they was they was on you. Yeah, bro. yeah, you know I appreciate that. Thank you, bro. Uh, shout out to Two Down. He's another one. Yeah, two down height. He came on yeah. stage, bro, and was just all yeah. the way turned yep. up and had the crowd yep. turned up. Yeah, you know what I'm he saying? hyped. He hyped for sure. And it was just his whole personality. Yeah. He'll be on next Monday, too. So you guys make yeah. sure you tap in for that, man. Two Real down going to be in the house, man. Yeah, that's the We got this, yep. man. We got a lot of brothers Facts. coming through, Facts. man. I love it. I love having a platform for all of our people, you know, yeah. uh, you know, talented people from our community to be able to come on, share yeah. their story, share their talent. This shit is amazing, bro. It's amazing, bro. Because I would say, too, like all this did not exist, you know, and in, in, I've been I've been in the creative scene since I was like 13, 14. You mm-hmm. know, when I was at this place called 5E Gallery, it was the five elements of hip hop. And rap had took such a, a turn, you know what I'm saying, um, from when from when it was started since I was in this whole little scene, you know, like, and these podcasts and all this type of stuff and giving artists platforms and all that, like, this is all still fairly new, you know, and um, for where you are to be and and to be like where you were to where you are now i know bro it says a lot mm-hmm. dog good shit bro like because you know grinding. sometimes in life man we're our own worst critic you know what i'm saying and sometimes we expect more we're the hardest on ourselves yes more than anything. 100%. and you know i'm so busy trying to obtain and accomplish you know what i'm saying that sometimes i fail to realize that i'm surrounded with blessings sometimes yeah. i'm so hard on myself i forget how good i'm actually doing 
You know, and people are like, bro, are you fucking serious? Like, Yo. you know what I'm saying? You got people who ain't even been to prison and they ain't got, true. you know, doing that's as true. good as you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I'm yeah. like. And that's one thing, like you said, just practicing gratitude. Like, um, living with my pops, you know what I'm saying? He was locked up for a, cu- a couple times for like two or three years. And um, I remember one time just being like, man, pops, you ain't going out on the weekend? Like, you ain't going out and shit? Like, I'm trying to hang out and shit. Like, what's going on? Like, and he's like, no, man, I'm having a blast here. And I had to come to understand that, um, that he was just enjoying his own his own place and being grateful for it, you know. So now that I got my own shit, sometimes I'll be sitting in the crib on the weekend just looking around like, damn, this is really all my own shit. Like, mm-hmm. like damn, I'm grateful. Like, man, I'm lucky as fuck, you know, because people do not have this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, practicing gratuity, bro. So when I first started my podcast, you know, shout out to my man DJ Dan and Jose Del Valle and all them guys, man, because they really did help me get started in this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it was on their, it was on their uh, property, it was on their terms, everything yeah. was on theirs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so when I finally got this house and I got this basement that I turned into a studio, straight up, I didn't have to ask for nobody's mm. validation or yeah. permission to do yeah. anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I created this place and made it what I wanted mm-hmm. it to be, and it's all a reflection of who I am, yeah. where I come from, and I love it. It's yeah. dope. You know what I'm saying? This there's, shit is crazy. There's bro. nothing like ownership, you man. Know? There's what? Nothing like that liberation of being able to be creative without boundaries. Correct. Correct. You know. Correct. And that right there is key, yeah, being creative without boundaries. Man, that's um that's something that I think we're all working towards and um and trying to get just more of a platform like that for the youth in general. You know, mm-hmm. like um every year that goes on it's easier and easier for people to create. So we're gonna keep it like that for sure. Yeah. Um you know, you just performed at the DHDC for the Lovers and Friends Correct. event. Correct, yeah, that shit was That lit. was that dope. Was I hosted the yeah. event. Shout out to Urban Graphics. Yeah. You know, they did their thing. Shout out to Fantasma Market and Cafe. Yeah. But um, you, Southwest Fest is coming up. Oh, yeah. And you're going to yep. be performing there Correct. as well, right? Correct, yeah. Y'all can catch me at Southwest Fest. I got a set. Um, Yeah, it's going to be hype. I'm going to be performing some new music. I got a new song that's dropping on the 24th. So uh, look out for that, too. Listen, man, let them know where they can find you at, bro. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at Flaco Suave or Suave Detroit. Um, yeah, the 24th, I'm going to be dropping a new song. And the 19th, this weekend, I will be performing at Southwest Fest. And the 29th, I will be taking off to a European tour to Germany, London, and Paris. And I'll be right back. And we're going to keep it pushing. Listen, man, big shout out to my brother Zoe at L.A. Landscaping. Reach out. He'll take care of all your landscaping needs. Big shout out to Danny Reyna and DNR uh, Concrete Construction. And shout out to my man uh, Martel uh, at, at uh, hashtag Mr. Not Guilty at Martel Law Firm. Um, like I said, Two Down will be here next Monday. This has been an episode of Real Everyday People, part of the El Nino Podcast. Check out the El Nino Podcast live on Facebook every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. And for full episodes, the El Nino Podcast is available on Facebook and YouTube.